How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. Uh, first of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. that it ain't gonna make no difference when I rip the stage and tear it in half tonight it's an adrenaline rush you feel the bass thump from place all the way to the parking lot fellow set fire to the mic and ignite the crowd you can see the sparks from hot metal cold hearted from the day I bogarted the game my soul started to rot fellow when I'm not even at my harshest you can still get roasted cause Marsh is not mellow hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen and we're back for the 48th episode, I yes, believe. Yes, sir. And uh, we have my boy in the house, Will. Will Maddox. What's up, man? What's up, man? It's been, we actually just got done playing ball like a couple hours ago. And uh, now we're playing. We're about to do the podcast together. It's kind of weird because I was literally, and I'm not making this up, people listening. I, I was about to punch Will in the face <laughs> <laughs> like three well, hours ago. That's I think that's why men are just different than women, though. Because, like... A, if, if a woman threatened to punch you in the face, could y'all be doing this podcast together a couple hours later? No. Oh, no. They'd be on the phone talking yeah. to their friends. Yeah. Call it, yeah. Telling their yeah. husband about it. Yeah. I'll still be hearing about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you would be. Yeah. And that yeah. bitch said she was going to punch me in my face. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's uh. I 
can't believe hey, this. But what, what's really messed up is, is you hurt you hurt my dude's feelings on the bench though. Oh but yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So here's what, here's what here's what happened. At the YMCA, we have a clock, right? Mm-hmm. The clock keeps running no matter what. You don't. The only the only thing that can stop the clock is an injury. Okay. Um, There's nothing else, right? I can't think of any other reason they stopped the clock. Matter of fact, I'm going to start faking injuries from now on. Hey, I thought about that. I thought about that. Like two weeks ago, I was like, yo, what if you just fake an injury to get the clock stopped? That's what I'm saying. That's perfect. But, um... Uh, so, and there's no penalty, like, you can come back and play, so, yeah. but, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. You got in the yeah, you just stop the clock and then just be like, oh, oh, actually, I'm straight, man, I'm straight. Um, so, alright, the clock doesn't stop, so, okay. as part of strategy, now, taste, class, however you want to debate the actual, like, morality of the situation is different, but as a part of strategy, people hold the ball. Okay. Alright, and there's no shot clock. There's no backcourt. Okay, and that's, so that's why the time keep ticking. Yeah, and some people, okay. some people I think are kind of reasonable with it because I'm not really anti-hold the ball. Like I get why people would do it. Yes. Some people are reasonable with it. Like say it's ten seconds left and they're up one. Like I don't expect them to rush down, throw up a bad shot so oh, they can lose. That's right. But some people take it to the extreme where it's like two or three minutes left. And they're just doing whatever it takes to just hold the ball. Like, they'll run down and call a bad call. They'll, you know, keep taking the ball backcourt over and over. Um, Come on, man. Yeah, like, just, you know, just being assholes about it, right? (laughs) So, Will uh, has been uh, playing ball up there, you know, his whole life, pretty much. Okay. But today, he was, uh, not even today, what, like, two, three weeks ago, you were just like, man, we need to stop holding the ball at the end of the game. And um, I was like, you know why people do that. You know what I'm saying? And I explain the reasoning of why they do it, even though I'm like, it ain't cool. No. But I do get it. It's kind of yes. bullshit. I I don't like when it's done to me. I don't like doing it. I don't like being on teams that hold the ball. Okay. But at the same time, I'm not. I, I've been on teams that have played and then lost the game and then that been like, why didn't we hold the ball? So I can understand the point either way. But he's, he's right about it's not cool. So I've been making a point since we since he brought that up to be like, if I'm on the court, and I get the ball and the clock's running out, I will not be the one that holds the ball. I will shoot the ball. I will yeah. make a play somehow where we'll end up getting a basketball play instead of holding the ball, right? Okay. It has made the game, in the past two, three weeks, the games have been more fun. I agree. I agree. Okay. So today, we'll, we're, um, my team is down one point with like a minute, 40 seconds left. Okay. About two minutes left. Two minutes, okay. Two. All right, about two minutes. Two left. minutes and two seconds, probably. The other, yeah, <laughs> two minutes and two seconds, and the other team is playing like normal. You oh, know what I'm saying? Dang. But they're up one point. I don't like maybe six to five, something like that. That's a long time in basketball time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, basketball time. That's a long. So time. Will decides to be a comedian at the time, and Will goes, "Um, hey man, <laughs> don't, don't hold the ball." Giving them the idea of like, "Oh shit, that is right. We can hold the ball." <laughs> And, and um, I got mad because I had been playing it. Even when I play against Will, I've been making it a point. Like, I'm going to be the dude that makes sure that we shoot because Will, Will Will's right. If it's not a first day of play, it's not fun. That's right. Let's, right? So, of course, this team starts holding the ball. Like, they start thinking about shit, but, throwing uh, it backcourt. But they, they ended up losing the ball, and you got a last-second shot. Yeah, yeah, we still got yeah, a last-second shot. But it wasn't because of they – but it put it like this. It probably should have been about maybe 
four or five shots left in the game where okay. each team takes a couple more shots. Yes. End up going getting down to like two shots got taken because okay. they held the ball for two minutes. Oh. Right? So our opportunity was kind of cut because it was like, okay. we're not going to get a chance to really get a stop because they're just holding the fucking ball. Oh. And then we're not going to get a chance to uh, really score because we're going to get, we got one shot at it. So, um, anyway, so. I basically was like, uh, I came out the court and I was just hot. I was mad because I was, was like, was I did not want to lose. I didn't want to lose that way. Yeah. And I was like, and specifically because Will's against holding the ball. And even I, though it was I, a I, joke. And, and the reason that I was mad was because three weeks ago I lost like that to Rod's team. Right. Uh-huh. And he and he complained about it. And I told him, yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to stop doing it. That was the day I stopped. Yep. And so, um. And I don't even let my team do it. Like, it's not just I stop doing it, but when my team does it, I'm like, hey, give me the ball. Then I just yeah. shoot a shot. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, so, uh, so. Yeah, ain't nobody getting paid for this. This is all recreational. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. And the thing is, it's not like I'm trying to lose by shooting a shot. I'm shooting a shot that I feel is a good shot, but yeah. it keeps the game moving. Yes. As opposed to us just being like. It, keep, it keeps the integrity of the game. Yeah, it does. that's key. And that's boring sitting around watching people go back and forth with the ball. Right, alright. So, and me and Will are pretty tight, right? So, we're fussing, but at the same time, I'm doing it with a level of regard where it's like, we'll be cool. I just need time to cool off. Yeah. And Will knows how to get under my skin. So, instead of, like, I'm like, hey, man, just, just, can we just shut up about this? Don't talk to me about this right now. And Will's like, yeah, but what about this part? And I'm like, uh-huh. just stop. Just stop. I don't feel like talking about this shit. <laughs> and so, this dude that, I don't even fucking, do you know that dude? I don't even know that dude. Uh-huh. He was, and like, uh-huh. and he was, well, what was, what was crazy about it all was, uh, Rod and I were arguing. We were going back and forth and going back and forth. And, uh, and then he jumped in and he's like, He's like, let me just explain to you. I'll, I'll be the mediator. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know him. I don't know him. And Rod doesn't know him. And, he said, and he's like, and, he, and we're both listening to yeah. him. Like, I'm hoping that he's going to argue my point right. Yeah. Think, yeah. Vice versa. And he comes and he says, it's just absurd. Because what he says is totally different from what I was feeling. Yeah, it wasn't even what we were saying. That was Like when he explained Will's point to me, I was like, he didn't say that. No, that, that was what I'm saying. But You're then, a terrible mediator. But but then, but then, then so Rod, um, Rod like, I'm, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm gonna punch you in the face. And so, anyways, we both know we're friends. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. But, but my man, no. sit, my man sits in the, in the corner. He's like, man, that's cold hearted right there. That's cold hearted. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, y'all supposed to be friends. That's what I'm saying. That's supposed to be your boy. That's supposed to be your boy. That's cold hearted. And so, I, so um, I was like, um, I, so I, I can't. We'll like brought up one more point or something because like me and Will are kind of the same where uh, we had to both be like but what about this point like we want to analyze every argument Karen it's already open okay um, we want to analyze every argument we want to get like every every way we could possibly change your mind every point of view you could possibly consider so like Will's still bringing up stuff and I'm more like listen I'm not being like I'm not gonna have this conversation right now I'm pissed at you I, I think that was a bad move on your part, and it's like nothing I'm gonna say is gonna make this better, and nothing you're gonna say to me is gonna make us under. I even told him like you're not gonna understand where I'm coming from. Let's just not even talk about it no more. Okay. So um, I, I can't remember the last thing Will said, but it was just something where I was just like, listen, man, I said, can we stop talking about it? That was like what I said, and the dude goes, 
hey man, you gotta understand. It's like this. I was like, who the fuck are you? Who are you? Stop talking to me. Like, strange I man. Yeah, I was like, he said, listen, he said, listen man, we, we really just don't know you. So. Yeah, I said, I don't know you. Stop talking to us. I was like, this is me and Will. I think and, that was the icebreaker of it all yeah, too. Yeah, I think it hurt his feelings a little. And then yeah. later on, he kept talking. Like he was going off like, man, you gotta talk to me like that. I was yeah. like, listen, man, it's not personal. I don't know you. All you're doing is instigating this. That's he said, right. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I embarrassed you, but I do yeah. not know you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know you, you keep talking to me because you felt it. I felt like I embarrassed you. And That's I was so like, crazy. I didn't mean to embarrass you, but please let it go. That's so crazy. And, and, that was his name, Ant. But, um, and, and. Like he's, and he seemed like an all right dude, but yeah. damn, dog. Like yeah. It's like if you see a couple arguing in, in person. Not that me and Will are a couple. But you see a, a dude and a woman walking down the street, and they're having an intense argument. Like, yeah. why you make me have that abortion. He's like, you told me you wanted that. And then you step up and be like, this is what I think is being, this is what I think is happening. First of all, y'all probably met in high school. Am I right? Like, I don't fucking know you, dude. So, um, That's right. So, yeah, that's anyway, a good time to use a taser. Yeah. <laughs> if one of us would have had, I'm glad we don't have weapons, because if one of us would have had a weapon, somebody might have got hurt today. Because it was just all in the heat of anger. It was just like, like, we're just digging at each other and stuff, but I'm, at the same time, at no point was I like, well, this don't come to my house tonight, damn motherfucker. Like, like, I was like, this shit is going to pass. I just need to sit down for a few minutes. What you did, the game later, everything is all Yeah, good. in the middle of the game. It'll happen It'll happen tomorrow night, 5.30. Yeah. <laughs> it happened tomorrow night. Yeah, in the middle of the game, dude, it's always, it, everything is like times 10 when you're playing a sport, you're competitive. That's right. Everything is times 10. A, a bad call is like the end of the world. Uh, a, a big shot is like a huge shot, yeah. but then like as soon as the game over, it's like it don't matter no more. Right. Timing is everything too. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you're playing a game and uh, there's just a scrub on the court. I haven't done anything the whole game. He's terrible, and it, it'd be perfect timing for him to uh, hit the, the game winning shot. Right, hits the game winning shot. The scrub does. Yep. So nothing pisses everybody off on the court. And there's two things scrubs can do to piss everybody off. They can either Make a huge play that works, or they can make a huge fuck up that that messes up everything. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That that's that's the only thing. Like a scrub can go the whole day if he doesn't do any one of them two things. Nobody really cares that he's a scrub. No, he's just on the court. But the second you like hit a big shot, it's like, what the fuck? Who checking him? <laughs> yeah, everybody gets mad. Yeah. How you gonna let him score? But um, anyway, man, welcome to the Blackout Tales podcast, and um, don't forget. Um, that was a long intro, but you can leave comments on uh, <laughs> Podomatic.com yes. or uh, you can go to Facebook, search for The Black Guy with Tips, yes. and you can uh, join our group and you can leave comments there. You also get updates whenever I post a new blog or whenever a new episode is up. Um, and you can play it right from Facebook now. Okay, cool. So you can uh, copy it and then uh, there's an option on the, the link where it says share. Uh-huh. So you can just click on share and it'll post on, it'll post on your page. So then okay. all your friends can see it. And it's an easy way to spread the word about the podcast. That's true. You know? People sit at work, sit on Facebook all the time. and They're like, I don't have shit to do. There's nothing entertaining. Hey, hit play. That's right. Um, And then also you can search for us on iTunes and give us reviews. We actually got two new reviews. Yes, we did. This, uh, one new review this week. Oh, one new review. Yeah, okay. I think one I'm, was last week, right? Yeah, I think I read the one from last week, actually. But uh, you can always check out the, uh, check out the reviews for the podcast because... You know, it's a it's a way to give back to the podcast. If if you can't afford to like donate or do something like that, it's a way where you don't really don't have to do anything. But at the same time, 
just giving us that rating helps us out a lot, man. Yes, um, it does. And it does mean a lot to us, guys. Yeah, the latest review we got was, uh, the title was Married People Have Fun Too. Um, this podcast combines, uh, combines stellar commentary on issues related to sports, race, and current issues from a black perspective. Uh, Rod and Karen are, ex- are an excellent tag team and use their synergy to create a great podcast. I recommend this for anyone who wants to laugh, learn, and simply wants to hear some great commentary while they're at work, in their car, or around their kids. Well, maybe not that last one. No, not that but last you get the one. Point. Not the Mel Gibson mixtape. No, <laughs> that's ready to all. Rod and Karen keep up the good work. You two are a great reminder that married people like us can have fun, offer perspective, and really enjoy the person you are with. Peace. Um, thank you. Thank you. That was very nice. And the other one, um, I think we already read it. The uh, the one that said titled in the Virgin Frog. So um, <laughs> these guys are great. Highly recommended. It's a good mix of comedy and serious social commentary. The audio quality is good as well. No need to have a fear of a black planet while these guys are around. You remember that fear of black planet? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I but, think it was in the same week. That's why I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we got a new new review. So thank you. Um. All right, and then uh, don't forget the official weapon of the podcast is... Taser. That's right. And the unofficial sport is... Bullet ball. That's right. So, um... And July is undress month. Ah, uh-uh. ah. we still haven't got any naked pictures of women yet. Wonder why. It's, wonder why. I mean, just go to the black guy who tips at <laughs> gmail.com, ladies. Undress month. It's getting late. I'm really starting to doubt that our fans are going to... Give us a negative pictures. No, not this time. <coughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, you want to play some voicemail? We got two voicemails. Cool. Um, so let's go ahead and get into those real quick. Um. <coughs> Rod, what up? Play it up. Aaron. Throwing it down in MC, I see. And checking out the podcast. You know how you do it. This is key from a typical sports show. Love this show. But I gotta admit, man, I've been staying away from it for the past couple shows because I can't afford no damn inception. Spoiler alerts, bro. I know you're laying it down. I'm gonna check it out this weekend. But peep this out, man. The reason why I called is dude, guess what I just found out? You know your boy, White Key? Oh, my, my bad. I'm Black Ryan. But your boy, White Key, you know he has a studio as far as the hair salon. Come to find out, <coughs> there's dude hair salon. It's literally less than a mile away from my crib. It's in the same strip mall that I go to the Trader Joe's at. You know when I get my two buck chuck wine and, and try to get some, some exotic flowers when I give to my wife. You know what I'm saying? I learned that from you. You can always give flowers. You ain't got to wait for special days. I'm not going to say I learned it from you, but I did appreciate when you said that because I can relate. Long story short, this dude's studio is called Itch's Studio Salon, and I've passed by it a hundred times in my life. What's the chance that I've seen this dude at my local Trader Joe's and possibly exchange a what's up to him? I don't know, dude, but I know you've been peeping out real world. Let me know what you've been thinking about it. I'll holler back for that. Just keep it on the sports show. Maybe next time Slade, he might chime in and up. Ask a couple questions or two. Peace out. <laughs> All right, so that's my man Key. Uh, they have a podcast called The Atypical Sports Show. Him yeah. and his uh, co-host Rob. 
and uh, Doug whenever he decides to come on. Yeah, and it's a good show, man. Yes, it's, it it's, is. It's a, it's, you can hear about sports in a different way, and it's a lot more humor involved than opposed to like what you hear on the radio. They don't take it that serious. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, basically, he's asking me about Ryan from the Real World. You been watching the Real World at all this year? Is Ryan the? Uh... The dude, he's a dude from Arizona. He has blonde hair. Yeah, he has his own like. They're they questioning his sexuality. Yeah, they yeah. question sexuality. He's, he's definitely gay. No, yeah. no doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt. That's about what it. I said. No doubt. Probably about laughing it. at me. He's I was like, he's definitely man, gay. He's definitely gay. like, is, why is it that the people who are the most um, homophobic always end up being the gayest ones, man? Like, whenever it's like a Republican senator or something, it's like. I, you know, we, we gotta stop gay marriage and get back to the family rights. And then it's like two weeks later, he was sucking a dick in the park. You're like, oh man, like you saw that coming, man. Bathroom of the airport. Yeah, like it's always the family value dude, man. Like if I if if I was gay, man, I would just act like I was cool with it. And, and, and you got a good point because if you watch the show, he hates the gay dude. He hates him, dog. Like a serious problem. Like he yeah, calls he calls him. I don't use this word, but he calls him fag and. I know a lot of people use that in general culture as like an insult they just throw around or, yeah. you know, or like how people be like, oh, that's gay, that's gay. Like, I try to stay away from those two insults because I'm not gay and I don't know how that shit feels to have somebody using that as a joking term. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's the same reason I don't call white people like craggers or whatever. Like, it's just not, yeah, it ain't about me. Cute. So how I'm going to sit around and throw the term out and then be like, oh, they should just understand Cause I know I ain't gonna understand when they do that shit to me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, right? So um, well, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Absolutely so like, agree. he was the first and only dude in the house that really was going hard on like, you know, calling the dude the homosexual dude like the fat fag and calling the other dudes fags and like just using that word constantly. Uh, they don't even blank it out on MTV, which yeah. is kind of weird. That's not right either. Nah, they That's should. Not right. Yeah, and like at the end of the last show, the black dude, the gay dude, was like, "We should probably stop using that word." I know I've been using it too, but you know it's hurtful, and he's like, you know, "You know, until you really think about, you know, every um, like I was watching Louis C.K. This dude, he has this. Uh, he's a comedian. He has his own show called Louis, mm-hmm. which is great. It comes on FX. It's hilarious. But he was um, talking about. Uh, there's the, there's this conversation they had about the word fag, and they were like, you know, it's kind of odd how people use that word. And this, it was a gay dude talking. He's like, meanwhile, every gay dude just about has been beaten up at least once in their life, having by either one person or groups of people having that word yelled at them. He's like, so that's like a very hurtful word, you know. So he's like, I'm not telling you not to use it. I'm just saying, well, think about that before you use it, you know. Yeah, and I think I think it helps too if you have a uh, you know, if you have friends that that are gay, mm-hmm. um, because then you can kind of have a better perspective on on what it would mean to them and yeah. how they would feel. So I agree, man. It's, I just don't use the word lightly. But the thing is, the dudes that are like like I, we had a dude. Uh, now I don't, I'm not gonna say his first name, but when we was in college, this dude's last name was Sparrow. Yeah, and everybody thought he was gay. Mm-hmm. Like everybody. Like, I remember one time, we were all sitting out, and it was, like, about 200, 300 people just sitting out, standing around, because there was nothing to do, just hanging out at the freshman girl dorms, because all the dudes were trying to get some, and all the yeah. freshman chicks were... I, I worked there, yeah. Yeah, they were looking like fresh bait. So, um, like, they were hanging out, and then somebody said a joke, and he was sitting around, like, with some girls, and he let out, like, this high-pitched laugh, and was, like, giggling, <laughs> and, like, just lost it, and, like... 
it got so quiet. Like you can hear a pin <laughs> drop and then everybody started laughing at the same time. But um I remember one time I mean, I didn't really hang out with him because we weren't we were never in the same circle, we never hung out. Yeah. But I remember he was like uh, somebody's roommate or something, and I was walking by that person's room because I knew somebody on the same hall. And their door was open and they was talking and he was talking about how much he hates gay people. <laughs> like at like very hurtful, mean stuff he was saying. Like I was like, is he gay? You know what I'm saying? But even more important, it's like if he wasn't gay, like why would you talk about gay people like that? Even <laughs> people, even people that are like, I hate gay people, don't talk about gay people as hard as he was talking about them. Like wow, yeah, like he was using and, every bad term, everything. And he was that type of dude that a lot of people, you know, thought was nice. So yeah. when you bought him up, everybody was like, he ain't gay. You know that they yeah. get angry because they associate everybody associated that with him, and they figure out if you thought he was, you would think they were because they were cool with him. Yeah, I don't know. If that's, that's not. Uh, that's not the I thing. I don't know if that's a black thing or what, but Man, it is. It is odd how it's like if somebody, if you were to say like this person might be a homosexual, people, people will get mad at you like, him. but he's cool. Like, <laughs> you can be both. You can be cool and gay, like, uh-huh. like, like, sure can, when did that I, become mutually exclusive? Like, all gay people. dudes is, is walking around like Tyler Perry or something like Yeah, a lot of, especially when it comes to black people, our culture is in denial when it comes to that. We almost want it to not exist, but that's unrealistic. Yeah, I don't know. And then, um, I, I also with Key's voicemail, I said this, um, a couple weeks ago to the women. I was like, you know, when's the last time you got flowers? Unrelated question was last time you got a blowjob. Right? Just uh-huh. last time you got a blowjob. Just, just throwing it out there. Same thing vice versa for dudes. When's the last time you bought flowers? When's the last time you did something nice for your woman? When's the last time that she did something nice for you? Like, people just are so selfish when they talk about, like, their mates. But people really don't like doing shit. And, like, and you, if you need a reason to do something... Then like that kind of defeats the whole purpose, man. Like you gotta have a certain day to do something, a certain time. Like if you don't ever feel in your heart, like man, I got a couple extra dollars. I buy some flowers. I get you something nice. Like you know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Key, I appreciate that, man. And then later on, Key dropped another voicemail, and I think this time he was uh, a little more excited to call because he realized the parameters of this podcast and what he can do on this show. That he can't do on his own. Yeah. Yo, man, I know I called before, but this is part two. The remix, key mix. Man, I had to call back after watching Real World. I know my first message was about your boy Ryan. I can't <laughs> lie, man. If Ryan wasn't on the show, I don't even think I'd be watching it too much. Sometimes you like enemies, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you like the Kobe's and the LeBron's because they enemies. Like you like the bad guy. I like the bad guy. I like the Dick Darth Vader. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but more specifically about that real world, what is worse? Getting your toothbrush pissed on or having cigarette butts rubbed against your asshole? Did I just say asshole? That's another thing I had to realize. I can freaking, I can fucking cuss on this podcast. This is like little freedom for me. You know what I'm saying? So that's another reason why I had to do the key event. But lastly, when I do run into Ryan, please suggest some questions I need to ask that fool. Not the obvious ones like, hey, are you gay? But something that might be able to get under his skin or something you might want to know. Because the chances are my black ass is going to run into him. 
So this is Keith from the Typical Sports Show. Check us out. Keep checking out Rodimus Prime. You know the flavor. You want a different brand of that flavor? Check us out as well. It's just cross-reference, cross-branded. Holla at your boy. Peace. Peace, Keith. Alright, um, so, <laughs> last episode, I, like, I don't know if y'all watched, but last episode, they had beef, uh, okay. Preston and Ryan. Okay. Preston is the gay dude that's black, yes. and uh, Ryan is the gay dude that's white that acts like he's not gay. Or, okay. Um, <laughs> he's got something to prove, too. Yeah. Like, he's got to prove that he's not he gay. He really gets offended. Like, like, that's the one thing I will say. He's like, got something to prove. Every straight dude has been called gay at least a few times in their life. People throw it out just as a joke. Like, yes, they they're do. always messing with you. People are looking for something to find your weak spot. Yeah. Like, when me and Will were getting into it today, Will kept saying, man, you act feminine. You act feminine. Hoping that I would just be like, hey, you gonna stop calling me feminine or whatever. Like, it's just, it's just needling, you know. It's like you're trying to fuck with that person. So like, but um, like Preston, every time somebody accuses him of being gay or makes a joke, he flies off. Uh, not Preston, Ryan flies off the handle, off the handle. Like so mad, right? So finally, they get into it and they're arguing, and Preston tells Ryan, hey. Those shorts you got on, I rubbed my nuts on them. Which is kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird thing. Because, honestly, if I've been wearing the shorts all day, I don't really know that that would bother me. I know that sounds weird uh, to say. Uh, but I thought about that yeah, insult, and I was like... Yeah, that's, that's a little different than women, yeah. Yeah, unless you told me in the like in the beginning of the day, like right as I put the shorts on, you was like, but I've been putting my nuts on your boxes. I'd be like, oh, get them off. But, like, I've been, now they my boxes. My nuts been in them all day. It's just weird, like, like something like that would even be, like, what he's coming at him at. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a weird insult. You know, like, that's a, number one, it's a weird insult. Yeah. Number two, right. like, like, he knew that that was going to make him exactly. hot. Exactly. He knew. He knew. It wasn't, that, the, it wasn't yeah. that his balls were in there, it's that they were gay balls. <laughs> and I think that's what bothered him. That was more important. Right? Not the fact that it was bombs. Right. So this started off like a war, a prank war. And instead of being like men and just punching each other in the face and getting it over with, they started pranking each other. So uh, Preston takes Ryan's electric toothbrush and pisses on it and then puts it back. Oh. Yeah. As they even show Ryan later like brushing his teeth like with the toothbrush. Oh. So he's got piss in his mouth. Uh, gay piss at that, so he's really gonna be mad. Well, I guess episode. the fluoride and from the toothpaste of kid act. I don't know, man. No, I, I, I tend to think piss is one of them things that just don't go away. No, it does um, not. And then, as retaliation, or actually without even knowing that he did this, Ryan takes Preston's cigarettes, pulls down his pants, and rubs the cigarettes on his butthole and oh. puts them back into the. Uh, Puts them back into the, the cigarette package. So when he smoked, they showed Preston smoking cigarettes later. And I don't know if you can get pink eye from that or what, but he's smoking cigarettes. Well, and so, so, like that. Hole, so it's not as bad. That's what I was thinking. It was like, maybe Preston's like, hmm, is this a new flavor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got to stick with these. <laughs> these Virginia Slims are doing even better than before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think what would be worse is, um, I'm gonna go with butthole cigarettes in my mouth. No. Because I think you could catch a disease. Right? Think oh, you catch a disease yes. or something? Yes. 
Yes. Oh, all the like shit in your mouth has got to catch oh, some kind of it has to do with how successful he actually was in rubbing the cigarettes. Yeah, it's true. They don't really show. They blank it out. It depends on what the cigarettes actually And how like. successful could pissing on toothbrush be if the dude doesn't notice it tastes like piss? Like, true. did you just barely get some leak on it? Like, well, if you pissed on my toothbrush, I think I'd notice. Immediately. I think I'd be like, ooh, piss. But but also just the pro the process in doing it. Yeah. The cigarettes are very, very yeah. delicate. You know, the cigarettes yeah. are delicate. So how how yeah, you good, couldn't really how good can you Yeah. And he did them all in a fistful. Yeah. So And which I mean now if he is gay, maybe he can take a fistful of cigarettes out the ass. I don't know. I don't know that dude. But I would assume that if it was me, I'd have to do them one by one. But to even think of that, you gotta be a little gay. To even, consider, to even consider it, like, there's no prank I've ever pulled in my life where I was like, you know what? I need to stick something on my ass. <laughs> That'll teach them. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, that's how I learned that's a lesson. You know what I'm saying? man. And also, for uh, Key, we would like to, well, I know I would like to tell him, thank you for calling back, and yeah, thank you for cussing on our show. I'm sorry. I know they edited it. they like PG on iTunes. But we can cuss here. Call back, man. And so, um, also on the last episode, we had a person, um, you know, we re- we talked about Jesse Jackson. Yes. We played the email from that girl asleep in the fire. Yes. And uh, you know, she had to give her two cents on why you know Jesse Jackson ain't shit or whatever, right? Whatever. Um. So somebody responded back to that on the message board, and I just wanted to read that response because I thought it was really good. Okay. I just finished listening to the first segment, and the continued trotting out of Cornell West as some sort of intellectual authority is lazy and tiresome. The idea that the problem is not black leaders, and he put leaders in quotes, okay. speaking out, but which black leaders is naive and places too much faith in the public. Here, public mostly stands for white people, but I suppose it also means people of color who get uncomfortable when other people of color disturb the status quo at large. Personally, I stopped looking for a messianic, so I guess like messiah, messianic black leader when I was 14. Also to condemn, critique, etc. Jesse and Al Sharpton for being fame chasers, but then to call call for Cornell West is silly. Dude was in two of the Matrix movies with no for no discernible reason. That is true. I forgot Cornell West is in the Matrix. Like it's kind of hard to be taken serious as a civil rights leader and be showing up Ah. to help Neo. You know what I'm saying? Um, That being said, I think that West is smart. And has some interesting things to say about race, gender, class, and so on. I've met Cornell West, and he was also pompous. Go figure. A public figure being pompous? No way. Um, but being smart doesn't win you any points against the Limbaugh's or rallies or Bex. They represent a segment of the population for which to even mention race is to be divisive, divisive, whining, and whatever else. I guess it should note that I, I guess I should note that I have followed hadn't followed you and your and the Army wives disagreements uh she's not an army wife so that's just an insult and i apologize on his behalf for that that's wrong um disagreements beyond what was featured on the podcast hope the option for folks to call the show creates more opportunities for lively debates um and basically man what he's basically saying is that it's kind of weird when people to me the concept of a black leader is like some 1960s shit like I'm an individual at this point. Black people don't have the same problems they had in like the 60s. Like, no, they don't. It's not like, listen, you can't eat at the lunch counter right now. Yeah, like, the kind of. We all can't eat. Right. It's not it's an individual. The color thing. of your skin is stopping you from doing yes. black. Like, now the kind of issues that black people as a whole have aren't really 
aren't really reflected throughout the entire uh, monolith of black society. So it's not like, okay, a guy who makes, like, Tiger Woods doesn't have a problem getting out to the golf course. At all. Right? Now, Tiger Jenkins. He might have an issue. Might have a problem. You <laughs> he know what I'm saying? But, right. but like you can't get Tiger Woods to march for Tiger Jenkins because Tiger's like, fuck it, man. I'm I'm cool. I'll I'm make in. Money. I go anywhere I want to go. Yeah, whereas opposed to like Martin Luther King, it's like all black people got to sit on the block, back of the bus. You don't get to like get on the bus and be like, but I make a million dollars a year. They're like, get your ass on the back. Okay, it <laughs> doesn't all, say. All y'all belong yeah, it right. doesn't say millionaire black people sit in the front, right? <laughs> so I think I think that that's kind of funny when people bring up the black leader thing because it's like, and I don't vote for a black leader. Like that would be like me selecting one random white dude and being like, he represents all white people from now on. And being like, hey man, Rush Limbaugh says some crazy shit, Will. Explain that. <laughs> yes, what do you think? Yeah, why he gotta say that? Like, like nobody does that. No, man. that's stupid. Like, so I don't know. That, like, that's one thing I do envy about white people, uh, as opposed to just credit ratings and things like that. Like, um, one thing I do, one thing I do envy about white people is when they, when it's like, some shit happens and a white person does something crazy. It's just that individual. Yeah, everything can be separated. Yeah, it's like Lindsay Lohan went crazy. That's right, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, not Lindsay Lohan represent all the white teenage girls yeah. goes yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 like, it's a is there an epidemic with alcoholism and white white women? It's like, all right, well, Lindsay Lohan went crazy. Everybody, calm down. So <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, I don't really subscribe to that belief. But it was cool to hear him give his uh, take on it. Um. So I was on uh, I was on Facebook the other oh no I was on Twitter the other day okay and I read this tweet by somebody I'm not saying her name but it was like well I guess it's over then or something like that and I was thinking like isn't it funny when people leave like subliminal uh, message book or Facebook or or t- Twitter statuses for their significant other. Because no one else gives a fuck about what they're talking no, about. No, they oh, don't. Oh, or they could care less. And they don't want to explain. Like, if I asked her, it's like, what happened? She would have been like, oh, it's just some problems with somebody. Don't worry. They know who I'm talking about. Like, yeah, why are you yeah. using the internet to tell me about something you can't really explain? Because you want one person to see it. And then they're also looking for other people's comments on it. Yeah. yeah. They, they want people to agree with they them. They want the support. And, and the, I don't know if a guy or agree. girl did that, but that's a girly move. On. It, was, it was a girl that okay. did this one. But I've seen dudes do it too where they'll say something like, well, on to the next one. And, <laughs> and it's always like a tweet. <laughs> next one. <laughs> it's always like a tweet or update that comes in what, at like what, what 2 in the morning. What is this? Pancakes? Give me the next step. I can't, I can't lie. I can't lie. Was it a young? Was it young? Or was it I'd like, say younger? she was probably between 25 and 30. So okay, okay. Maybe. She's too old for all that. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but my, a teenager. But yeah. my generation, my generation, I've been a victim of that. Yeah. Uh, all, all of us have, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, like, the internet wasn't that popular when I was really young, so... Yeah. I, like, we didn't have that type of, like, outlet yeah. to be like, hey, everybody, so-and-so's an asshole. I'm not gonna say their name, but... You know, just look at in a relationship with, or when people change their status to, so and so is now single. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, really? This, do you need to declare to the world? Really? This is this would be a good question. Is the world better with or without Facebook? Um, I like with because it's way more entertaining and it's all kinds of shit I get to talk about on my podcast. <laughs> so I prefer to see people. I, I, I think it's more interesting. 
I can tell you that much. And all these people were thinking this shit before. It was just in the dark. Like, I don't, but that's yeah. the other thing. Like, people are like, the internet is making people less this and less that. And I'm like, not really. People are already fucked up. Now you just know about it. You sad? Uh, but, um, anyway, the other thing that's funny is when they get back together, and then they had the other update status of like, I love me some him, or <laughs> together forever again. Like, all right. my sugar mama. Yeah, see you guys next week. Like, you know how you can block applications on Facebook? Like, I don't want any more Farmville tweets. Yes. I wish you could just block, like, I don't want any more relationship tweets. Like, I don't want ah. any more status updates about you and your girl. That's right. So, uh, but I thought that was funny, man. Um, so, what you think about that, Rick Ross, man? Speaking of relationships. Big Meech. Larry Hoover. <laughs> um, man, I, Rick Ross is like uh, Lance Armstrong to me. Like, <laughs> like, I know how people are like, oh, you know, I don't think Lance Armstrong is ever, like, he's never officially tested negative, uh, positive for any drugs uh-huh. or any type of enhancers, all right? And but it's my belief that with as much cheating goes on in, bi- in biking, for a man to win that many times in a row, he probably cheated. With one ball, have, come on. Yeah, with one ball. <laughs> so he's got half the balls of everybody else. Yes, he and he whipping ass. That's unrealistic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Seriously, it's that is really the problem with the whole thing with the balls. Yeah. Um, and he probably be rubbing his balls on other people's shorts, like other bikers' shorts. And then when he passed me, he'd be like, you know, I brought my balls in them shorts. And they'd be like, oh, oh, you gay. And it crash. Here's the thing. I look at a different perspective. It can help his advantage. Because if you ever ride a bike, right. after a while, it hurts your nuts. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You mm-hmm. only have one nut to hurt. Uh-huh. And you one, better wind resistant. Yeah, exactly. one ball yeah. is more aerodynamic. And, that is and true. He's, and he's lighter. Yeah, he's a, he's a bar uh, lighter. Bye, bye, about a half a pound. That's right. <laughs> um, so the weird thing with me, though, is like, with Lance Armstrong, I clearly, I do not believe that he did not cheat. I believe he's a cheater. He's a but, good one. But every time he talks, every time he does a press conference, Man, you gotta believe I believe everything he me says. Because he's so angry and he's like, if you think I'm cheating, then you can come find me and then start cursing. I'm like, yeah, Lance, yeah, why do they, they just hating on us, And man. I got money and I will sue the pants off of you. Yeah, like, they hating on the U.S., Lance, I'm on too. But that's how Rick Ross is to me. Like, I know he's fake. I know he used to be a CO. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know this. Every time he hit play on the album, I'll be like, yo, I believe that shit. Yo, he, he really do sound like a dope man. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. And, and, and I guess because some people's just the deepness of his voice and the way he comes across, even though I know most rappers are fake and most rappers, all they want to be is actors. You right. know, not all, but most of them do. So, to me, it's like a pretend life because guess what? Snoop Dogg showed us when they come and lock you up, all that ch- ch- dies away and changes. Yeah. So... He, he got a pretend name. Like, Rick yeah. Ross is not his name. Yeah, I didn't even know that wasn't oh. his name. His name uh, Will told me. His name is William something so, Leonard. Yeah. Junior. Oh, yeah. so, see, that's not, even a better reason is to show you that they fake. They only use their real name. You aliases. Yeah, that was, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's always funny to me, too, when, like, dudes worship or name themselves after somebody that killed a whole lot of people. Oh. Because it's always, like... <laughs> I don't want to go by Leonard Jones or whatever. I want to go by the dude that murdered 27 people. It's like... Oh, so Rick Ross killed 27 Ricky Ross. 
uh, I looked it up on, on Wikipedia, and you can't believe everything you read on Wikipedia. Right. But I looked it up. Ricky Ross is is a is a drug connoisseur. Like, right. he, he, like and wow. He, and I think I think he's a convicted felon murderer. Hell, he wonder who's got documentary. And, and he ended <laughs> up he ended up suing Rick Ross for using his name. That's crazy. Wow. He ended up suing Rick Ross for using. Although his name. it also it also is kind of funny though. That like this murderer drug dealer was like, I'm suing. Like, I'm gonna go through the proper legal channels to make sure he does not use my name anymore. Oh, come on, instead of sending your boys to kill him, come on. This is slander. Like, I just yes. like I always picture drug dealers dealing with everything. Like, just kill him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just put two in his head. The end it, of the story. That's right. But um, all right, man. So Rick Ross is not as real as Drake. And it's kind of weird though because well he harder he harder man that's, that's he's more believable yeah. in my heart I can't explain when you that. play the music and this is the only test there is when you play the music I believe you I man I believe Rick Ross I believe you Rick Ross I but, believe and I believe Drake I just believe that he's soft like but but no you know, in the homo I believe Drake, right. but I feel Drake too. Yeah, then that's and the I thing. Can't, you love Drake. I, I can't feel Rick Ross because if you believe somebody is fake, you can you can maybe believe what they're saying, or you could right. But but you can't feel them. See, I believe the music. I don't believe him like particular. Like I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think he knows where the bodies are buried. You no. know what I'm saying? I don't think he really knows what he's talking about. But I believe the music. Like the music goes so hard that for like that five minutes, I'm like, this shit is the truth. Yeah. Then I hear stop and I'll be like, man, this motherfucker was lying. This is all a lie. Like he made this all this whole but thing. The thing up. is that I don't know. I'm just content with the lies. I don't know if that makes sense. Like there's yeah. some of Drake songs that I love. You know, yeah. then there's Rick Ross I love too. And like I said, I guess because I'm not into hardcore representing your person or all that right. and all that type stuff. So to me, I feel like I don't take it personal. It's okay for me to know Rick Ross is lying to me. But when he comes in and tells you, you know, woman, drop your drawers, I'm like, hey. And it's okay. It's okay. But for those five minutes, he convinced me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was in the uh, I was in the car with uh, a couple of my friends. And we were driving to, uh, we were driving to the club. We were driving to Sweet. And he put on that Rick Ross. And he had the big meat. Larry Hoover. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, so, 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 yeah, I saw the beat. Yeah, like, just oh, yeah. And the thing with Drake is that uh, he has some songs that go hard too on the way to yes, the club. Yes, he does. But then, so like you got to skip the uh, songs between them because it's like you can't really be like, yeah, man, it is on. And then the next song is like. Today again. Well, see, I wish and him. See, this is the thing. I can't <laughs> listen to that with four dudes in the car. It can't happen. No, 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 and, and, and nobody would. Nobody yeah. would. You listen to those songs. Yeah, yeah, by yourself. Yeah. By yourself. Well, but, I can't even listen to them by myself. I had too much self-respect. I can, I can listen to them by myself, and this is why. This is why. So wait, when you hear, I keep having the same dreams. Yeah. You be feeling that? I, I feel like, and this is the truth. If you hear Drake talking in interviews right. and so on and so forth, I think that he really is saddened by the fact that that, that he famous? hasn't found no, not that he's famous, oh. but but, that, ah. but but that he hasn't found love. Honestly, honestly, I feel like he really searching. He talks about his mom, his father, yeah. and so on. I feel like he really searching for a significant other. Yeah. And so and so I believe in what he's saying. I, I feel the. But well, what about what about when you talk about going voice. to the strip club? <laughs> with Nicki Minaj. And, yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then the next line is about Nicki Minaj. But, but that, the truth? But that might not be for him. Right. That might not be for him. 
that's for that's for other people to relate, you know, because right. a lot of people just want to go to the strip club. Yeah, I just think that all this stuff before this album was for everybody else, maybe, and then he made this album real personal. But it, it definitely caught me off guard. It, it was a, it was a personal album. I think that, in, in all honesty, one I do think is a classic, and I'm yeah. about to tell till the day I die. I think so far gone should. So have been classic? Do you release. mean like five? Five mics, classic. Well, five, five mics doesn't mean anything anymore. All right, Mystery. well, let's say one out of ten. What would you say? One 10 out, out of ten? No, no, God. Yeah, I, I feel, I feel like that that he definitely has some growing to do. Right. Um, which is, which is, which is odd because you consider every every great rap artist, Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt, right. classic. Yeah, the first album is a classic. Nas, Illmatic, classic. Yes. And, and even even as far as Big Ray, Die. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody had it. You know, the first one was a classic. Right. And then everybody falls off. I, right. I like Cheney's first joint, honestly. I never heard Jackpot. it. Jackpot. It was sweet. Yeah, I don't listen to, like, anybody, I don't listen ne- to rappers that rap too ne- slow. Nelly, Country Grammar. Yeah, Nelly I don't listen hard. to rappers that rap too slow. And I don't listen to rappers that I don't think could get their GED. Like, those are my <laughs> only two qualifications. <laughs> so, like, when people be like, hey, dog, you need to listen to this Gucci man, I'll be like, man, it don't sound like he could pass remedial English. I think that if So Far Gone, all the every every yeah. track, if that was released as his first album, that 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 would have been considered classic. Yeah, we agree. Crazy. We yeah. agree. Yeah. I love that album. And, and, I and feel- it, what pissed me off the most. Was it Drake or the album? What pissed me off the most were the fucking fans that were like, how could you not see this album coming after this is so far gone? I was like, this doesn't really sound like so far gone. Like, there's only a few songs on here that I think would be on so far gone and vice versa. There's only a few songs on so far gone that sound like something on here. Like, there's nothing remotely close to fireworks. The the people, the people that make it as artists are... The ones that don't stay the same, right? They so try to change. So like, I can, okay. uh, even as far as M goes, right. Getting prompt, right? Right. M has has changed tremendously as an artist from from being yes. a slim shady LP to now. Yes, yes. You see, like a maturity. Yes, he goes. He goes from and so really, I think Drake is going to stick around because I think he's going to keep changing. I think yeah. people are still going to like it. Well, maybe. I mean, the thing is, you stay one step ahead of your critics, and maybe. Um, it's almost better to be quote unquote ahead of your time than behind and if he's listening to the criticism of this album maybe he says okay next album I gotta go more towards the rap end of the spectrum because there's a lot of fans there that I think were unsatisfied I don't think that I'm like just this weird one dude that doesn't like the album like I've been hearing other people and it's kind of weird too because there's a lot of people that never liked Drake and then they be trying to fuck with me like Oh yeah, man, you don't like this album, so you. I'm like, no, I think he can rap. I like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I, I really do think he can rap. My thing about it, and I guess with the so far gone, because of what I heard, all the, the, the a lot of, because I'm in the beat, so a lot of beats was boom, 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 something you could actually yeah. rock to. A lot of the rapping was more hardcore and kind of yeah, not and, subject matter, but it was more like yeah, he rapped harder. Yeah, you know what so, I'm so, so I guess I could kind of feel the difference, and so when I listen to this one. It's more of a slower pace. Yeah. It's more, I mean, just just, just mm-hmm. in general. A lot of, even the beats that are hardcore, the beats are at a slower beat. Yeah. So, to me, they're not the same. And, like I say, 
before you you rap about how you're going to be the best one and how people crunked about you. So I'm expect I, I can't I'm, I don't know maybe I got sideswipe. I'm yeah. expecting another rap album. Do, do you think do you think that no matter what album he put out, the expectations were unreachable? They were pretty high, but I think part of the reason they were high was because of the work ethic he had before he put that album out. Yes. He was on everybody's Everything. track rapping. Did he overdo himself? Maybe, because, well, see, the thing is, what's weird is I didn't see him, I wouldn't say that he was just dropping his best verses. Like, it wasn't like, oh, man, he just ran out of verses. Like, some of the verses on here, it's like, yo, that was pretty high. Yeah. So, it wasn't, I don't think he ran out of shit, like, verses. I really think that he was making a strategy of, like, my album is going to be very personal, and I want to talk about sadness, I'm going to talk about uh, fear of fame, fear, yeah, fear of fame, fear of failure, fear of uh, love, I'm going to talk about, you know, my relationship with my mom, my father, and it's just more like, well, you're saving all this personal stuff, but you got to realize you've been setting us up for like, I'm the greatest ever, wait till yeah. my, my album ain't even out yet, my... And my mixtape was hotter than everybody's real album. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, here we go. And then you get the album, it's like, all right, man. So I'm kind of sad about being famous. Yeah, and I'm uh, like, I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah, but I mean, you yeah, know, not that he was right or wrong because, like you said, he has his right to to change and I guess mature or like like that. But at the same time, I can understand why people are disappointed, and I can understand why some people may like it because that mm -hmm. might be their speed. Yeah, it was for sensitive. Like if you cried during Despicable Me. Or Toy Story Three. <laughs> I almost. You probably gonna like yourself. Sad. Listen, yeah. My uh, my my girlfriend and I, um, and even my little sister, we went and saw Toy Story Three. Yeah. And that was sad. It I didn't was, cry, but it? I got that feeling in, in my throat. Yeah. He, he was getting ready to give Woody away. So yeah, he that's took not, a bad year. Man, I don't know why I oh. I wasn't about to cry. It was, and that's I, the second time I watched it, Up. After everybody was like, man, the first twenty minutes of Up. If you don't cry, you just don't have a soul. And I watched it. Uh, I was like, what's sad about this? So, <laughs> and I guess because for me, I got toys that I've had since I'm a kid. Since I've been a kid, it's upstairs in my mama's attic. And I promise, you, if I go clean them out and give them to a little kid, I might be like, hey, bitch, you can't have it. This is my toy. <laughs> well, I can see if, if like, all right, like I'm sensitive about other stuff. Like if they made this uh, movie called Porn Story. It was about a dude that had to give away all his porn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he had to go get his Man, shoebox and throw all his VHS tapes out. You know how many dudes would be straight crying, feeling the pain. Yeah, I might cry at that. You know what I'm I saying? I think you would too. Like, but but it, I don't know, man. It's like Toy Story was one of those things where. I never really got sad because it's a kid's movie and I know everything's going to be okay. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. they have never ended, yeah. other than, like, even when Bambi's mom got shot, that happened in the beginning, but, like, they never end the kid movie with, and then things is just fucked up. Oh, well, kids. The end. <laughs> <laughs> you learned your life lesson today. You don't messed it. up, though. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> like, if they would have just up. burned in the incinerator, like, if they would just all burned to death, like, ah! I'm melting, and then it would be like the end. Like <laughs> people would have boycotted that the whole franchise. Yes, um, they would have. So speaking of Toy Story, uh, John Gotti's grandson attacks Rick Ross. Only in America can you go from CO to Teflon Don, and CO stands for correctional officer. Okay. Yeah, Rick Ross used to work at a prison as a correctional officer. Oh, that oh that's why they be having them jokes with the videos. Yeah, yeah Officer what, Ricky. Oh, that's why Fifty Cent called him Officer Ricky. Yeah, I get the, it, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, late mob boss John Gotti's grandson has publicly attacked Rick, uh, Rick, uh, rapper Rick Ross for naming his new album Teflon Don and said permission should have been requested to use the convict's nickname. According to Carmine, Carmine 
Angel Angelello. Ooh, what a name. Agnello? Agnello, probably. Yeah, his, <laughs> his late grandfather earned the right to be known as the Teflon Don. How you gonna be his grandson and don't even have his last well, name? Well, this is well, this is the thing. It, it seems like Rick Ross just can't come up with a name himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. like, his name is Rick Ross, and that's not his name. Yeah. And then the name of his album. But, but really, I mean, this dude's a clown. Yeah, but see, yeah. when you have a normal life, you don't really think of hardcore names. Rick's, but Rick's uh, out music is so hardcore. I it think, is, though. I honestly think he can release an album called Officer Ricky, and people will still be like, yo, that shit is hot, though. But No, like, with him on the cover in the CO <laughs> uniform... And, uh, like, and, and then the whole album could be about, but I'm really a drug dealer. And I'll be like, all right, I believe you. This, this, this is my this is my thing too, though. How annoying is it when is it when people call you Rob? Right, Rob. Right. That's Everyone, not my right. No, that's, your name is Rod. Right, right, with a D. Okay, exactly, with a D. Well, I just couldn't imagine somebody calling me the wrong name all, all the, the time. time. And like, I yeah. want to be called the wrong yeah. name. All the, like even that, like when I was rapping, uh-huh. there were two things that made me very uncomfortable. One. Well, people approach me and then they would be using my rap name. Because I was like, I only used the rap name because I thought it was cool. But if you know me by my real name, why would you call me by my rap name? That doesn't make sense. And then the other thing that bothered me is like, I always felt like I'm just doing this to prove I can do it. But I haven't really put enough of me into it to try to make a career. Because nobody really gets paid rapping. Um, so I was just like, I, I can't like forego a real check. To pursue a rap dream, hell, you know, new. right? So <laughs> I want money, right? Money paid bills, not your sixteen bars, right? So, uh, um, so those are the two things that really bothered me the most. Was just like, you know, I can make a hot punchline out of like, oh, I shoot this dude this way, or I do mm-hmm. that or that. But in the real life, I'm like, I'm never gonna do that shit. Mm-hmm. And it was before I really had like grown up enough to be like, well, actually, I could just rap completely as myself. And it won't, like, and it, nothing it'll bother me because, like, I just put myself on the album. But I didn't really understand that lesson until after I did the music. And then I was like, man, it, it's it's fulfilling to know I have talent. But it's also unfulfilling to know, like, I could do better. And I just didn't try in the right areas. Like, I tried to be clever. I didn't try to be real. And, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And at the time, I was like, well, what's really exciting about my life? But it's not my life. It's my view on things. True. And that could be exciting, you know yes, what I'm saying? That could that could make people be intrigued. So, um, like, I could do an album now that would be ten times better than what I was doing before. But, um, like, it's kind of funny though. Like, like Will said, when people addressed you at like, cause I, my moniker was Sweetwater Tavola. Yeah. And it would be weird when people come up to me like, Yo, Sweetwater, I heard your mixtape, and I'm like, It's Rod, man. You know me <laughs> as Rod. You knew I'm not me as Rod. Down the street. Yeah. yeah. Before before you even heard. Any of this music before you knew I rap, I was right. You don't have to call me. That's like walking up to Peter Parker and calling him Spider Man. You know, like you don't have to do that. You know me as Pete. You know, but um, anyway, uh, he, he. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, was, I was wondering, you think that people call uh, Eminem Marshall, or you think they call him M? People that are close to him. Yeah, and we'll see. M is kind of cool. Um, and like this is different because he always was himself. So like he put himself in his music. So yeah. Eminem. Is his name too? Like, it's a clever way to say Marshall yeah, Mathers. Yeah, that's actually but, his name. Yeah, calling him Rick, M is like calling like, him the letter M, which is fine. Rick Ross is totally different than William Leonard. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's like Leonard, you call like me. Totally... You call me Sweetwater. It's like I, I'm not really Sweetwater. Yeah, Nobody calls still, me. <laughs> but that's still. It'd be different if someone was calling you, you know, John. Um, right. Yeah. 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 It is different than like. 
Yeah, it would have been like me. Yeah, it would have been like me picking like, all right, I'm George Bush as my rap name. Ah, call me George. People coming up to you, George. What's up? Yeah, yeah, that is weird. I couldn't take that seriously. Yeah, the sad part about it is that my name is a simple name. My name is Karen. You know how many country folks have told my name to pieces. And how my mama has looked at me and called me other people's names. I don't even get offended no more. So, <laughs> so I understand the rappers. They were like, you know what? Fuck it. Just, 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 yeah, I'm here. <laughs> um, alright, so, uh, I was gonna get into what this dude said, but I don't know. He sounds like a bitch. <laughs> um, ah! <laughs> uh, let's, let's do some other stuff. Uh, oh, I, I saw this stat online that said one in four women. Oh, no, it was, a. Uh, a commercial for a pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. A pregnancy test that actually spells out the results. Like, with, like, text. False. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, you know, yes, you're pregnant. Yes. No, you're not pregnant. Yes. Right? And they said, as part of the stats, that one in four women cannot read a pregnancy test. Yeah, but a regular pregnancy test? Yeah. I understand why. I mean, and I've seen it before. They're terrible. It's, it's like... They have two lines. Normally, most of them have two lines, and think one is not pregnant and two is pregnant. I mean, my mommy, right. vice versa. And then some do a positive and a negative. Right. And the thing about it is that sometimes when it reads, it's blurry. Right. Sometimes when it reads, it bleeds. So I can understand why. And then some people are just stupid. You know. Skip <laughs> yeah, that. I think it's just. I think the stupid part is most okay. Funny. But um, I think they should have a pregnancy test that calls you from a doctor's office and says, <laughs> "Yes, you are pregnant," or "No, you're not." And I think you should get it by going to the fucking doctor, man. Stop trying to go to the dollar store to find out if you're pregnant or not. That is, like, why even try to skip the middle, man? That sounds like an important decision. A very important decision. I think you decision. can cover that copay, dog. If you got insurance, there's no excuse, man. And that's true. That's true. But, um, yeah, so I just thought that was funny. Um, vitamin water. Um, what about of, it? Speaking of 50 Cent. This, this may come as a shock to both of y'all. I don't know. But vitamin water isn't healthy. Oh, full of sugar. Come on, Rules dog. a federal judge. Yes. It took a federal judge to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> wow, bottom yeah. of the investigation. We pumping you full of sugar. A federal judge ruled this week that vitamin water will not, as its label promises, keep you healthy as a horse. Ah, <laughs> as a horse? I mean, come on, man. It was a, like, that's such a, like, old folksy way of, like, you're healthy as a horse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Here's your A in health. Yeah, an apple a day. Like that's like the apple a day will not keep the doctor away. Hell no, you still day. got to go swim at least once a year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nor will it bring about a healthy state of physical or mental being. Instead, vitamin water is really just a sugary snack food, non-carbonated fruit coke disguised as a sports drink. Yes, sir. Because it is composed mostly of sugar and not vitamin-laden water. Judge John Gleason held that vitamin water's absurd marketing claims were likely to mislead customers. Coke tried to explain away claims like vitamins plus water equal all you need as only puffery. The judge disagreed. Uh, puffery is like when you are trying to uh, basically give your own product, uh, like you're embellishing a little bit on it, and it's legal. It is actually legal to be like um, Red Bull that gives you wings because as long as it's not believable. No, long nobody like jumps off a roof with Red Bull. Like I didn't fly. Like that's not okay. a problem. Okay, but my thing is, is this: you can't hide it got sugar in it. Like there's no yeah. denial that has sugar. Well, most I don't think most Americans look on 
the label of that food anyway. Like I've got they don't, even, they don't yeah, even flip salt. around and be like eighty two grams of sugar. You know, I'm like, like that now. I'm like damn, five hundred fifty two milligrams of salt. Hell no. You know, we're much more like crazy. We're much more likely to read uh, that it gives you wings or uh, it's healthy. Tony the Tiger, great. And they, and they know that too. Yeah, they know that when they put the pro- yeah, they're like light uh, syrup and then light is spelled L I T E. You know, like okay, all right, well. By including the suggestion that the product will keep you healthy or help bring about a healthy state of physical or mental being alongside such statements, the corporate language implies that the nutrient content of vitamin water may help consumers maintain healthy dietary practices. And I believe with that. I conclude, therefore, in light of the language and context in which they are used, that the statements on the defense and the Be Relaxed labels constitute <laughs> implied nutrient content claim which use the word healthy. Such claims are in violation of the FDA uh, regulations because vitamin water cheese is nutritional content solely through fortification that violates FDA policy. The, reje- the ruling rejected Coca-Cola's motion to dismiss a class action suit brought by the sca- Scrappy Do-Gooders at the Center for Scrappy Do-Gooders Science and uh, the case should now be cleared for trial, although it could settle if Coke is willing to change vitamin water's name to something less misleading. Cake in a can, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Very clever. Very clever. But I, I agree with them about that, because like you said, you know, Red Bull, get your rings. I mean, get your wings. <laughs> That's unrealistic, but at the same time, it's, it's a hook. Right. You know, for you to say, we got vitamin water, you need to have some vitamins in here. Vitamin yeah. E, vitamin K, vitamin I. Sugar is a vitamin. <laughs> but some people it is a vitamin It's the only thing to keep them going in the morning I those corn syrup is vitamin And it will kill you if you have too much of it <laughs> um, Alright so uh, I was watching watch commercials uh, The other day And I really, and I, I was like All oh, these commercials are new to me And I realized it's because I record everything I fast forward to all the commercials Hell yeah! And I, I think the only time I watch commercials Are when, when I, I get to. When I get to the movie theater too early yeah, and because now like they do this tricky uh, thing where they're like, please enjoy these previews before the movies and several ads, and then it's like ten minutes of commercials and like three previews. Yeah, um, I like previews. I, I love. Previews. I love previews. I love. But give me previews. Don't trick me with two Coke commercials back yeah. to back. Yeah, like Diet Coke and regular Coke need a commercial. Coke Zero. I know there's yeah. Coke in the fucking lobby. There's 27 <laughs> signs. I just walked by. I'm gonna get one. <laughs> I've never seen anyone in the theater go. Oh shit, Coke! <laughs> and jump up and run out and get a Coke because the commercial reminded them, you know, like yeah. they got candy in here, you know, like I know, no one does that. My um, popcorn don't dance. Let me go get some. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah, I need to get the dancing popcorn. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. The skittles, the um, shake. <laughs> and plus those things, like whenever they animate like candy and shit, they're supposed to eat. Yes. And they make it all lively and nice, like. I feel like am I supposed to be wanting to eat that anymore? Because now I like it. You know, as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got a personality. Yes. It's got hopes and dreams yes. and family. Aspirations. Like, Come on now. Yeah, there's like the big kid. Somebody's mom. Come on now. Yeah, the king size MMs is the daddy and the regular size MMs is the little kids on the picture and all dancing. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> and then it's like, if I eat them, am I eating his kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But um, Alright, so um, we saw some movies, speaking of which, right? Yes, we did. We saw um, Salt. Yes, we did. With Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see it in the theater. I thought it was going to be terrible. I did too. Was it good? Um, we get into it. Building up suspense here. Alright. Working my radio uh-huh. magic. 
So I thought it was going to be terrible. And I tweeted about this several times. Like, who the fuck's going to watch this movie? But we were um, late getting to the movie. We wanted to see Despicable Me. Yeah, we were running so late that we had to see Salt instead. And the line was long. Yeah, it was. And we went to the Good Theater, which is in the Good, um, to the Phillips Place Theater. Mm -hmm. And it's such a nice area that you need, like, valet park in the park, just about, or she got to ride around. And yes. It's like a whole lot of work, but we finally got in the theater and saw Salt, and um, I liked it. I wouldn't I say it was um It wasn't good. great. Um, and it was horribly written, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was a good action movie, and one thing I liked about it more than anything else was that um, and a lot of dudes, if you're listening to this, you know, uh, this isn't a spoiler, this is going to save you some money. Don't go see this movie because you think Angelina Jolie is fine. Thank you. Because she, they don't sell her sex appeal in this movie at all. No, they she, don't. She doesn't. She doesn't have any sex appeal. Yeah. She doesn't do it for yeah. me. But I, I mean, some dudes really yeah. get off on Angelina Jolie. If you think you're gonna see breast and butt, not in this one, dog. PG-13. Oh, Tomb Raider. She was the bomb. Right. Uh, but but she's way over there. Okay. Yeah. Now she got like six African kids and yeah. shit. Like she, she's an adult now, man. She's not this young hot. Thing anymore. But she doesn't even look young anymore. Yeah. Like, no. to, to me, to me, she looks, she looks like, um, like her dad, Billy Joe Thornton. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. I think that's her brother. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, actually, that's, that's, that's her ex-husband. Yeah. That's, her, yeah. that's her, hey, hey, that's her ex-husband, and she, she looks like, like, she's been on some drugs. Like, yeah. She looks real, like. Well, see, when you're, when you're adopting kids all over the world and trying to save the country and the planet, like, I give her props for that, but yeah, she's probably tired of herself. She's probably just doing movies now to feed them kids. But um, what I will say about her is um, her last, uh, like I saw Wanted. Wanted was terrible. And Wanted wasn't a good movie. No, it wasn't. Um, and the thing is, like in this movie, there's like certain good special effects, but there's some gaping plot holes where it's just so lazily yes. written. Where you're like, none of this would happen. And none of it makes sense. Yeah, like, like only maybe the first 20 minutes are like, Okay, I see why she did that. I see why she did that. Then you get to a point where you're like, um, and you know what, guys? Skip ahead about two minutes of this podcast because I'm going to fuck this movie. I, you're not going to see it anyway, but I know some yeah, of you guys are going to wait for it to come on Netflix. Yeah, so, so it's all right. start now and skip ahead like two minutes. And I'll try to keep this within two minutes. All right, look, man. Don't go see this movie. Um, it, it, it's for the writing. Like, as far as the actual action, is pretty good. Yes, it is. Um, and the acting isn't that bad either. But no, it's not. They, they basically, this dude walks in. He's like, "Hey, you're, you're a spy from Russia, and you've been secretly planted here for years. And you know, we, we, you working for the Russians? Then the dude kills a couple people and walks right out of the CIA office. They don't spend any fucking time searching for this dude. Like, it At is all. literally like we need to catch salt. Right, and he basically walks in, accuses her of like having a secret mission to kill the Russian president on U.S. soil, right? Mm -hmm. And the Russian president is there for because of the death of the vice president, um, which is kind of odd because how did she know her mission if she left Russia when she was a little kid? That's you know true. what I'm saying? She shouldn't know her mission. Like this dude, like how, she knew the vice president was gonna die, and the, and the fucking she knew who the vice president was gonna be when she was 12. Like she was like, oh yeah, when I'm 30, the vice president will be this dude. He will die, and then the re the Russian president will come to visit. Then I will kill him. They don't cover any of how she knew that, right? Then the dude leaves, and he's like, oh, uh, 
you know, I'm going to kill a couple people on my way out. Peace. Walks out the door. They don't spend any time hunting for her. At all. Or for him. They do a manhunt on her. She uh, keeps getting away barely over and over again, right? Keeps getting away. They finally, um, then they're like, look, you're going to try to kill the Russian president. We know it. So what does she do? She tries to kill the Russian president. She does everything the person that would kill the Russian president would do. And then she like kills him or whatever. And it turns out that he's not actually dead. Mm -hmm. So she fake kills his ass. Um, and then she uh, go ahead. She went, goes ahead and like uh, gets like tries to find her husband because they kidnap her husband and they're basically like that's her, why she's doing all this to find her husband. I just need to find my husband. I love him so much. So she goes to find her husband because the Russian people have him. And as soon as she walks in, they put a bullet in his chest right in front of her face. And they look to see if she's gonna like flip out or whatever. And she doesn't. And then she turns around, kills all those dudes, right? So then they're like the second part of the plan. Is gonna be told by this other dude, and uh, I'll all right. If it's been two minutes, skip ahead some more. Right. <laughs> so, um, like another minute. So she kills like the um. She's like, oh, I gotta find out the second part of the plan so I can stop it. All right, I get that, right? I get that. You wanna stop the plan? Well, the second part of the plan is to kill the president. Some dude tells you like, hey, I'm gonna we're gonna kill the president. I'm gonna help you. We're both gonna go into the White House, and then we're gonna learn the plan. Why didn't she just kill the motherfucker right there? End of the movie. So, so it's, it's like the the ridiculousness of, of what you're what you're talking about. Is it obvious to to every every person that's watching it? Or I don't it think to, so. Or does it have to be somebody like like you that is I think so after, and we watch that can so analyze? Many yeah, I think you have yeah. to yeah you have to be analytical and. It's after the movie that it kicks in where you're like, yeah. that was a waste of time. Yeah, like I, it's like the more I talk, talk, started talking about the movie, the character, I was like, oh my god, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, they owe me an hour and a half of my life. Not only that, I used my gift card, so I'm so uh, glad it was yeah, free. The yeah. movies are so annoying nowadays. Yeah. You know, Friday, Saturdays, weekends, yeah. it's ten dollars to see a movie. And I hate how they like flip it now, where they're like, well, don't worry, just go see a matinee. It's only five dollars. Um, from matinees now end at one. Yeah, like, oh, what, when did that happen? It used to be the matinee didn't end to like six. And, and you know, you know, people really don't. I mean, I, some people do. Yeah. I, I haven't, but a lot of people don't go see movies yeah, by themselves. Yeah. And so if if chivalry isn't dead, then you know the man buys the uh, yep. ticket for for his woman. Now I don't spend twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. And if you work if you work a job like me where you make seven twenty five an hour, right. I have to work. Four hours Say that to go see a movie. Say that again, Yeah, that's it. a movie better be good. Yeah. So I understand why most people would rather do the Netflix or the Red Box and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But I guess with me and Roger, it's certain movies that I want to get the real director's experience. And so certain movies like Avatar, mm -hmm. you wasted your time if you watched Avatar on your HDTV. Right. That was something that you had to put the glasses on, watch everything pop out at you in order to get the real effect. That's yeah. a very good point. But then there's that's other movies. That's why we got the podcast. We're like, hey, don't waste your money. People ask me all the time, like, don't waste your money, get it on Netflix. So speaking of wasting money, Sorcerer's Apprentice, we saw that. Yes, we did. Um, It was, it's a Disney movie. I thought it was gonna be terrible. I'm not a huge Nick Cage fan anymore. I think a lot of his movies I dig Nick haven't Cage. been as good lately. Like, um, I did like Kick Ass. It was excellent. Kick Ass was great. And, I didn't see that. Um, that this movie, good. this movie was um was better than I thought. Probably like maybe a six out of ten. Yeah. Um, and so I, I enjoyed it, but a couple people on Twitter were like, 
oh, what did you like about the movie? I hated it or whatever. And I was like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's just awesome. Like, special effects were, were cool. Yeah, the special effects Special effects were ridiculous, dude. They were sick. And um, just, you know, it was just a good story. It was a good story. I'm not ruining that one because I actually liked it. Okay. Um, and then I saw uh, Action Jackson. Um. I watched the DVD of Action Jackson's an 80s movie. About yeah, this, oh, oh my god, I haven't seen this, that in years. About this black dude, Carl Weathers, who's a yes. uh, like super duper cop. And, and, uh, yes, it's a classic, man. It has all the 80s cliches. All of them. Like, funny. The old, they had a, yes. uh, it's not supposed to be funny, but yeah. No, it's, it's not supposed to be But uh, it has like all the 80s cliches. Like, there's How come in every 80s cop movie there's like a singer you have to save? Did he have she, a pro? Like, uh, baby fro, baby yeah. fro. Real, like it wasn't like seventies fro. It was well, the eighties. Like yeah, it was baby fro. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. And, um, he um he had he had to save like a singer. Like there's always a singer in these movies that's like really important to the movie. It's like what cop cases revolved around a singer ever? Where it's like, oh, I know how we can get this big crime boss. We gotta get that singer at the club. Like, that never works. Um, <laughs> Ever. And so, anyway, and then they had, like, the black police chief that was, like, angry at everybody. <laughs> like, you're a loose cannon, Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. Like, they had that dude. And, um, it was just, like, every bad cliche. And then, um, I saw American Ninja. I watched that on Netflix streaming. How was that? Oh, my God. It's still so terrible. It's beautiful. Um. Ah, but it was a it's a white dude beautiful. named Joe. I don't even know if they ever give his last name. A white dude named Joe who joins the military, and you know he's a badass because he didn't say anything for 15 minutes into the movie. Like, and people are fucking with him too. Like, in what part of the, of life have you ever met a dude that wouldn't talk to anybody? All he did was, and he like sitting there flipping switchblade back and forth, like working on switchblade skills. Cause in the 80s, if you knew how to work a switchblade, that means you was a badass. And breakdance, dog. And breakdance. Yeah, well, maybe not badass if you breakdance, but I know what you mean. <laughs> but, um, so he's like working his switchblade, not talking to anybody. And then these dudes, like the army dudes, are all fucking with him. Like, uh, like they're playing hacky sack or something, and the, and the thing bounces over bomb. They're like, hey man, pass it back. And he's just like, didn't say anything to anybody. They're like, what's your problem, dude? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just fucking with him. I'm like, uh, leave this dude with the switchblade alone, man. Uh, well, he stabs you. What about this? Don't like, you understand? Yeah, what's his problem? I don't know. He's new. Probably thinks he's hot stuff. And so they try to fight him, and then he beats up everybody. And then, they, and then, um, like, and the other thing that was funny is, like, in the 80s, dude, you could just throw ninjas in to any plot. Yes, you could. And, and it, it made just, sense. Like, it was just supposed to make sense. Like, oh, but it was ninjas. So, that, <laughs> like, dude, they had ninjas, like, popping up in the middle of the broad day in, like, 100 degree weather in full ninja guard. I saw ninjas moving at night. What's going on here? And it would be, like, uh, like all the action would happen. And then, like, you see one ninja hop out of the woods and the music be like, and it's just like a ninja oh, looking at everybody. I love ninjas. I love ninjas, I do, too. too. You, you can put them Ninjas. Yeah, I saw I Surf Ninjas today actually. Yeah. I love any Rock, Rocky, yeah. Tum Tum or Tum Tum. Tum Tum. I wanted to be just like Tum Tum. He, he, he was eating jelly beans or something. I, I asked my mom if she would go get me some jelly beans. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ninja Assassin? No, I haven't Yo, seen check that, that out. On and that's actually really yeah, good. Yeah, it's real good. You like it. The good thing about Ninja Assassin compared to American Ninja, though, like in American Ninja, people would just like bring up ninjas and nobody would act crazy. Like if I just walked in this room and was like, Will. Yo, your car outside, yo, it's fucked up, man. I don't know what happened, but it like some ninjas was out there. 
Like, like it's just like you could just put a post on there and you could be like, I want to talk about HIV and why people should be. And then like the first comment would be like, this dude's a fag. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like it's. Yeah, it's, did you post that when you were drunk? Yeah. yeah, YouTube isn't exactly the bastion of uh, independent thought that I would like to judge whether or not we should kill somebody on, right? And my, and my thing is this I do not understand. You have people who work hard, work every day, they can't afford the internet. And my taxpayers' money is going to this. I don't comprehend that. Well, I don't believe that prison should be a gulag like a lot of Americans. Like, uh, I, I don't see You in prison. Wrong. Damn it. I don't see anything wrong with them having the internet in prison, honestly. Um, but, you know, some I know a lot of people get very upset about anything in prison. Like, you could just be like, man, they fed them people in prison. They feed them? I mean, Damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why don't they just eat each other? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I can understand, you know, food and things like that. And maybe I can understand, maybe for a class, you're trying to educate yourself. But, damn it, you shouldn't be posting YouTube clips. But what, if, but what if you was wrongfully convicted? Yeah, and see would, you that, want, would you want the access to the camera? And, and, and that's what and that's what I was going to say. I can't imagine because there have been there have been so so many cases. Yeah, of, of people being convicted of crimes that they did not yeah. do. and that's true. And there's an entire that DNA hey. project has people get overturned every once in a while too. But but imagine, really, really imagine because a lot of these, these these guys here they're. Yeah, they're full of it. Yeah, know? they're yeah. not telling the truth. But really, imagine being that one person that was innocent. That actually is innocent. Yeah, and you're sitting and you're sitting there in prison as an innocent man, but being treated like the rest of man. Yeah, I yeah, see y'all think redemption. You know what I'm saying? I know how it goes. Um, as CBS News correspondent Don, Dean Reynolds reports on the 21st century, why write a letter that you can go off on? When you can go up on YouTube and plead your case directly to the governor. I humbly ask you to help me in this matter, said Matthews in his YouTube posting. I really would like for you to talk to Mike Mars. Mike Mars is a former deputy sheriff who arrested Matthews. I know know that he did not receive a fair trial, and right now I know that he was innocent. Mars told CBS News. So the sheriff is saying he's innocent. So, you know, um... The sheriff is saying he's innocent? Yeah. Uh, I know, uh, let's see, Mars has complained about the case from the start, but only lately has he turned to YouTube as well to make his point to a wider audience. Audience. I firmly believe that they made Jeff Matthews fit the crime instead of the evidence convicting him. Matthews defenders note that no DNA evidence or fingerprints have ever connected him to the murder scene. He also has two witnesses who provide him with the alibi, but who were somehow never called to testify. This is the perfect cocktail of wrongful executions that private investigator Paul Cialone, I don't know how to pronounce that shit, uh, he, that same dude, Paul, says recently discovered fingerprints from the scene were well, were, could well point away from Matthews and towards someone else. All you have to do is say, time out, fellas, let's review this a little bit more carefully before we kill somebody who may be innocent. So, I mean, if you should save this dude's life, I mean, is this, is, you know, would you still be mad about the prison using your tax dollars to get them internet? In this case, no, but I, I guess I'm looking at it on a case-by-case basis, because to me, I'm like, okay, I don't know, and I guess when it comes to it, some things I think is just a waste of money. I mean, So you think if one dude has to die for your taxes to come down, innocent man dies, but your taxes go down a couple cents. Because let's be honest. Everybody get mad about their taxes. Taxes ain't that high. And they definitely ain't paying for that much shit. Like, and we got a deficit because we pay for true. more shit than we can afford. And that's true, too. So, so like, it's like when people be like, oh, they, 
they're gonna give teachers more money. It's like, how much difference does that make in your real, in your taxes for real? Like your actual taxes that you paid this year, what, how many pennies of that would you be like? Like if they actually could break down, listen, for every person, this program to whatever costs this much money, then maybe I can see people getting mad. But when they break it down individually, most people are just like, well, it ain't that much. Okay, so I'll okay, get $40 and, and, back. In that instance, that makes more sense. And to an extent, I understand because it's a letter and actually visually seeing it is two separate things. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know how this dude got on TV. I mean, maybe it's got more about it. Let's see. And when you have a sheriff saying that you're innocent, so it's not like he's making this up, per, you know what I'm saying, per se. Mm -hmm. Which kind of is a different scenario? Yeah, you know, um, but I, don't really, I mean, obviously, this this article is biased in our fairness because okay, as okay. of yet, they have one, they have no, they haven't even said why he got convicted. Like, okay. it does take a lot to get convicted too. So yes, yeah. they haven't really pointed out like what, uh, how did he fuck up? Because <laughs> it's not like they went and got me out of my bed and was like, yeah, dog, so you killed this lady in Oklahoma. But, you know? Yeah, and, and that's very true. But there, there have been so many cases where where even young young kids have, have been just pinpointed for crimes yeah. and police scare them to the point where they even commit yeah. to doing the crimes. Yeah, I've heard that but, before, too. Yeah. I've seen that before. Um, but I wouldn't say so many, but... There's yeah, enough. There's enough to be concerned about. And I guess to an extent that that kind of does make sense. Um, and I guess to my perspective, I'm like, there are a percentage of people that are innocent that that are in there. But then there are a lot of people that just <laughs> take my taxpayers money. And I'm not yeah. trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, saying. no, I agree. And I'm not saying that from a mean and, and, and like, Grr, you take my money. Well, my, away, well, my question then would be like, well, that where do you draw the line? Well, and why why should we pay for public defenders? Most of the people that get accused of a crime did it. Why not just lock their ass all up? You know what I'm saying? Why not just why even have a trial? Like eventually, like there's a line somewhere. I'm just asking, where do you draw the line? You draw it. You draw it at the internet. Like I would actually don't give a fuck if they use the internet or not, because 99 percent of their ass is staying in prison anyway. And now that's true. That's now, true. As long as they ain't going by actual YouTube comments, I could give a fuck. Yeah, like that's true. You gotta have some and, legal basis to get the overturn. And, and, and I guess for me, for some of them, um, and I guess they've gotten better with the monitoring, because some of these dudes actually go out there and talk to children. That's the problem I have with too much access to the internet. Well, yeah, if they can monitor it, I, I, I hope that. I would hope that that might Yeah, but, but I'm not saying this dude don't got the right for his YouTube clip. Alright, we gotta, we gotta keep it moving, because this dude obviously killed the people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a good woman is hard to find. According to some real, to some men, finding a good woman isn't as easy as we would like to believe. We often hear complaints from our girlfriends and even ourselves about the lack of quality men in the choosing pool. Well, newsflash, ladies, some men have the same argument. Just because you're educated, self-sufficient, and consider yourself a trophy, doesn't mean men are as impressed as you think. Uh, I don't feel like reading that, but y'all women, take that into, you know, y'all take that off. Um, LeBron says, ain't nothing changed. I'm the same dude from Ohio. That I was years ago. I just want to win. I'm the same person. James 25 told People. In one of his friends. People magazine. LeBron James does interviews for People magazine. Like it's. It's just funny when somebody's like. I'm just the same down to earth dude from Cleveland. Us Weekly. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Us Weekly. <laughs> it's just funny. It's just ironic. That's all. In one of his first interviews. Since announcing his decision to play basketball for the Miami Heat. I just want to win. Yeah. But he was winning. 
Yeah. He was winning. What do you mean is winning championships? championships. Okay, That's okay. what he's talking about. Okay. Not, not winning a regular season. He's talking about winning a ring. Born in the suburbs of Cleveland. That's not... I don't think that's true. I believe he's born in Akron. Akron, he is. It's funny how people Ohio. just try to throw him into Cleveland. Like, it's as silly, it's as, silly as being like... You born in you North were, Carolina. You were born in, um, let's say you were born in, like, Raleigh or something. Yeah. And then everybody being like, why don't he play for the Charlotte Hornets? He was born in Greensboro. I don't get it. He's like, well, he's not really from the Charlotte Hornets. Like, yes. he, that may or may not be his team. He even said he didn't grow up liking them. But anyway, um, plus everybody from Cleveland that can leave Cleveland leaves Cleveland. Yes, they do. Um, born in the suburbs of Cleveland, LeBron played for the hometown Cavaliers for seven seasons, collecting two MVPs, but never an NBA championship. While it's expected his arrival will mean Heat games will have a more a bit more celebrity flair to them. James said that he are not likely to have a celebrity cheerleader a la Jack Nicholson and his beloved Lakers. We're not going to single out one fan. I think the whole community community down there is going to be great. We're looking forward to it. I don't really get what the point of the yeah, article yeah, was. Yeah, the point of the article. Yeah. All right. Um, man, these are some terrible articles I picked out. Alabama Tucker's, <laughs> Tucker's Law on Sex Between Educators and Students. It's about time they toughen uh, those laws up. Yeah, yeah what, what kind of laws were they? The state of Alabama. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, but first of all, it's, it's the state of Alabama where they still have segregated proms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that's that. Oh my gosh. They have segregated proms still in the state of Alabama. And, and they call North Carolina country. You know the worst part about sure. Alabama is I guarantee it's not like every school. It's like one school that has a segregated prom, but of course that's going to make the news because no schools have them now. That's right. And it's like... Uh, they get the label for all of Alabama. Alabama. So it's like, all of Alabama hates Negroes. That's how it works. It's like, no, no. my school was cool, man. I, I, the whole city down from yeah. Mobile is actually fine. It's like, nope, all of y'all racist. Goodbye. <laughs> um, anyway, the state, the state of Alabama and Phoenix City Police Department are changing the way they deal with teacher who, teachers who have sex with students. Um, I guess if, let's see, before July 1, if the sex was consensual and the student was <laughs> over 16... <laughs> The age of consent in Alabama, no crime was committed. So what LT did was isn't a crime. Uh, and, my boy Mystical. He, he yeah, Mystical would have been fine. Yeah. Mystical would have been fine. Wow. But a law that went into effect this month would make sexual contact between a school employee and a student under 19 a felony, regardless of whether it was consensual or not. That's right. Come on, it's, still, it's a student-teacher relationship. Well, I mean, it's Alabama, so I mean, what if it's like a mother teaching her son? What if you're homeschooled? Is the sex okay then? <laughs> Ah, I mean, no. come on now. You can't do nothing these days. Good grief. But a lot of that, I mean, sometimes don't you just see a 12-year-old girl that just wonder if you can get her phone number? You know what I'm saying? No. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that you got to, like, go, what? No. Anyway, but uh, a lot of that went into a No, sir. A lot There's of nothing a little boy can do to me for me. I mean, just want to see if you still got game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw a dude in the gym today. He was sitting talking to a 14-year-old girl for like an hour and a half. And he's probably about 24. I see him on Facebook all the time. I ain't going to say your name, Marcus. But, but that girl was not old enough. Kids alone. Um, but a lot of women be locked up posting YouTube posts. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, that, yes, that's how you be locked up. I ain't touch you. Yeah. Um. But, uh, let's see, the age of consent in Alabama, no crime was committed, but a law that went into effect this month, oh, I already said that. The law also provides a misdemeanor charge for any contact short of sexual intercourse. So you can't even get head? No, sir. A handy J? Nothing? Nope. 
Dang, man. No, keep your penis and your vagina to yourself, teachers. This contact refers to any touching of sexual or intimate parts of a student body that includes soliciting or harassing a student to perform a sexual act. That's right. The law doesn't apply to just teachers, school administrators, school student teachers, safety or resource officers, coaches, and other school employees are obligated to adhere to this office, to this law. So I wouldn't even want to be a, a student teacher there. Because of the law, the way the law was prior to July, if you were, you think there's like a shit ton of pedophiles working at Alabama school pedophiles? Oh, you know they signed up like, for that. You, they're like, fuck! <laughs> this is the believe. last place I could go the last to place. have sex with little kids legally. <laughs> and now I gotta find another school. I gotta go to Mississippi or something. Um... Let's see. <laughs> they are high because, of the, because of a recent case, uh, Central High Phoenix City teacher named Carlin Tremaine Miller being accused of statutory rape. The police department is changing the way officers are assigned to schools approach uh, to the schools approach their jobs. In the past, Smith said his office had released complaints about inappropriate behavior between students and teachers, but they fell short of breaking the old law, leaving his department unable to ch- bring charges. So I wonder, like, how much they was flossing? Were they like? Was it really like, yeah, I'll be bringing this 16-year-old chick to, like, my mama house and do movies and parties and, like, we show up to work parties with her and stuff. Like, oh, this is my chick. Yeah, oh, no, we met in science class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like how much was they and, really flossing And, and, and my shit? thing is that I'm pretty sure parents changed this law. Yeah. Because I don't care what the law is. If you are a grown-ass man and <laughs> yeah. you flossing with my 16-year-old daughter, yeah. you will hear from me personally. What if she come home? She's like, Daddy, um... My boyfriend gave me an A in history today. You know what I'm saying? My boyfriend gave you an A. Yeah. But her, her boyfriend is her dad's brother. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Ah, <laughs> Uncle, ah, yeah. Ah, Uncle, Uncle Rob. Uncle Rob gave me an A. Gave me an A. Yeah. And he's my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, We're going to have some problems. I'm beating Uncle Rob's ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, because of the, uh, I'm sorry. In the past, we said, "Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, we have a good school system, but there are some problems that need to be addressed." Understatement. Um, and he has four children attending attending Phoenix City Public Schools. Ain't he scared? So he just passed it in the nick of time. After the recent case came to light, Smith said he discovered other allegations that caused him to review the way the school resource officers will be used in the future. No longer will... Oh, wait, I already said that. Or did they repeat that? Also, the resource officers will no longer conduct school investigations. So, wait. The resource officer could be the one dating the 16-year-old and investigate his own... Oh, so when this stuff happened, the real police didn't investigate? What the uh, hell? The school, well, resource officer is a real police officer. Oh, they, they just work at the school, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm about to say now. They got a gun. You got a gun. You real police Okay, so they ain't had sticks. What was happening was the school administration wanted this outcome. The officer felt obli- obligated to make that happen. Uh, that may be in the best interest of the school, but not always in the best interest of the police department or the best interest of the child. So, um, I guess basically the school would be like, look, we don't want... Uh, a case of statutory rape or anything. So, if you can make it go away, Mr. Resource Officer, why don't you just say it's not against the law and just, you know, look the other way? Oh. Yeah. Um, as a result, Smith said, by the time complaints made it to his office, the complaints were sometimes several months old. There were rumors oh. around the community about cases that were talked about but never investigated. And when we looked into the cases, the allegations we realized were that. Some of the allegations have been made six to eight months ago. So I, the baby, so the babies do by the time they even get the allegations. Oh my god! Because you know they ain't wrapping it up in Alabama. Come on. 
Some of the allegations <laughs> involve school administrators, school employees, and students. Some of the oh. investigations have been closed because they weren't criminal matters at the time. Others were closed because they weren't able to substantiate the claims. Wow. Smith said the police department is not targeting the school system and that he accepts responsibility for the breakdown. Uh, he said he met with Phoenix City School Superintendent Larry DeCheria and his 16-year-old girlfriend and discovered that the incidents were reported to the resource officers. I'm just joking. He don't got a 16-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> uh, he said he always... He, up. <laughs> he, think, he think that was like, my MySpace friends is all under 16 and... I got so my, many my bitches, man. Is, this is the school. I got a bitch in first period. I got a bitch in my third period, man. I got this bad bitch. I'm flossing in the P.E. dog. <laughs> I got her on free lunch and everything, cuz. I'm about to hippin'. Alright, man. Let's see what. Uh, Drake reveals his biggest turnoffs when women. When women listen to what I'm saying, that gets me excited. Hmm, that's why his album is like that. I'm actually single, Drake told Tim Westwood in the interview. I'm single worldwide. Ha ha ha. <laughs> what does ah, single worldwide mean? Everywhere. In all area codes, everything. I really love women a lot, man. And even that's what Ryan said on the real world. And even when I'm <laughs> rapping, I just like women to hear what I'm saying. I'm talking to the world when I uh things pop up for getting in my way. I'm, I'm talking to the world when I rap. But I like when women come up to me and repeat my lyrics to me, not my hooks. I love when they, not my hooks. I love when they come up and say, that's my favorite line. Or I love when you said this and it made me feel sexy. Um, yo, so what does he mean not his hooks though? Because his hooks are more romantic than his lyrics normally. Like a lot of his hooks is, you know, like. And most women do not take time to listen to rap lyrics. Most women don't. Yeah. Um, even if it's not a straight woman's line. Uh, it's just the fact that they listen to what I'm saying that gets me excited, turns me on a little bit. Whoa, love, 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 London women. Uh, when I was on tour, I saw Nicki, he, he said that he has personal feelings for label mate Nicki Minaj. When I was on tour, I saw Nicki for the first time and like literally fell in love. Wow, man. Oh, man. Uh -huh. oh Drake. Like, you, when I look at Nicki Minaj, though, like, I don't see anything, like, love-wise, though. Like, I see an empty vessel that is just there to be, like, some a broken person that's just selling sex appeal to make it in the world. Like, it's, it would be like falling in love with a porn star at first sight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a separatistic move, man. Like, Nicki Minaj is the dude, the chick you're trying to take home from the club that night, but she's not the chick you're trying to introduce to your mama. So to say I fell in love with her is kind of a little weak, man. It's kind of weak. I agree, but did he really say that? That's what he's quoted this quote. I'm not going this article. He said in an interview <laughs> with DJ Envy, she had this snapback hat on that said Minaj. And she used to wear that every single day. She was like a theater student. And she was so cold at rapping. I remember one of the first nights we were out in Miami. I went to Jerry's, Famous Deli. And I was like... You want food? You hungry? And she was like, yeah, I want some food. And I was like, I'm in. We're going to eat food together. And I came to her door. And she, you sound like he's 10. I came to her door, and she took the food and shut the door in my face. And I was like, man, this is going to be a long road for us. I always really, actually really had a crush on her. I always really loved her. And she always just looked at me uh, like a little brother. So, yeah, he sounded like a sucker. Right? Yeah, that's just out of, that's completely out of context. Yeah, yeah, that's mostly what it is. Because, no, he wouldn't say something that soft. That would yeah. be like talking about the strip club and then immediately talking about I love Nicki Minaj. 
He would never do that. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I don't believe it. Uh, and then, um, and thank me later. He speaks of his love on uh, um, Miss Me. I love Nicki Minaj. I told her I'd admit it. I hope one day we get married and just say we fucking did it. And girl, I'm fucking serious. I'm with it if you with it, cause your verses told me on and your pants is mighty. So, so that that is him. That is him speaking his love. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he was keeping it real. I don't know. Um, Lupe Fiasco fans are petitioning to get his album Lasers uh, out. Apparently, he's already submitted to the label, and they haven't released it yet for some reason. Wow. And I love Lupe Fiasco. Oh, uh, yes, uh, me too. I love Lupe Fiasco, but he's this so this is this is the problem. Though. This is the yeah, problem. what's the problem? Okay. Let me tell you. You wear glasses. No, no, uh, no. Lupe, I think that that he's a genius in a lot of senses. Mm-hmm. Like if you really listen to his music, because yeah. that's what you have to do. Yeah, you that's what I listen. Do. You have to listen to it. Yeah, to he's not it. like Drake. Yeah, you gotta listen to Lupe a lot of times to get over and over again. Yeah. yeah, and so and so it, what he what he does is, is beautiful. But this is the problem. Cats like him just aren't gonna make it for that simple reason. Yeah. He put he he doesn't put out songs. Right. My theory is most people are stupid. True. So if you True. operate on that premise, you kind of see where you should fit in, and it's like, I mean, you know, it's Gucci Man and Soldier Boy gonna always have more followers. Yeah, than Wayne, than that's right. Stuff. Yeah, and, and that's ridiculous. But at the, at the same time, it is what it is. That's true. Yeah. Dear Atlantic Records, the fans below have been waiting for the release of Lupe Fiasco's album Lasers for over a good year now. <laughs> I like how they do good years. Like, over a good year. Like, it, what does good really add to that yeah. series? Anyway. A good cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Since when is it originally announced last summer? Since when it was originally announced last summer, uh, there has still yet to be a release date announced. It has been started by Lupe Fiasco, the artist himself. The album is, in fact, completed. Enough is enough. We demand that you stop playing around and give us the album that we have been highly anticipating since the release of The Cool. But who, who's highly anticipating it? Because I, 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 I haven't been highly anticipating it. I'm highly and anticipating it, whatever he does. Yeah, but but most people Right, aren't. I agree. And, and, the, and, the, and, the record, and, the, and the record producers and everybody that is in charge of the record label, they understand so like the ironic, the, the, the irony of, of I'm not really irony, but the thing about myself that I think is different than most people is that I'm pretty self-aware. Like I recognize Lupe Fiasco is not that popular as as I think he should be. Like he's my favorite rapper currently doing it. Like mm-hmm. of all the young generation, I think he's the best over J Cole, over Drake, over. But I recognize that he might not have the success of those other two because he's so smart. And I, I don't waste time trying to convince people like, but you need to listen, dog. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you don't yeah. like him or not. Like, yeah, some of his stuff you really have to. Think yeah, about. I will think he's better than whoever you're listening to, and it's really, you know, we can have that debate or not. But is I can't convince you, and you can't convince me. I get it, and I recognize his weaknesses. I think that's the difference between me and most people. Like, if I would have liked this Drake album, or I would have liked this Rick Ross album or something, I'm completely okay being the only one that likes it. True. I'm completely okay, but I recognize that that's a problem for that artist. You can't make it that way with me being the one dude that fucks with you. <laughs> that's right. You know what I'm saying? That's a problem with Lil Brother. It's a bunch of people like me that's like, I love Lil Brother. I do too. I like Lil Brother. Like there's Lil a Brother bunch of people too. that's like, who's Lil Brother? Is it Lil? Is, is are they like Lil Wayne? Is, is he yeah. a good group? What's Lil going Wayne on? was on the track with Lil Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. But it don't matter. Like but they'll I mean, never get that same type of exposure, man. Exactly. That's true. All right, exactly. and then um, the last, uh, actually, that might be it. Yeah, that's the end of the podcast. 
So, um, you know, damn, we talk forever. All right, man, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. Holla at my boy Kevin KD Blue. That's my yeah, name. Yeah, that's me on there. Kevin um, KD Blue, too. Holla at Will. And uh, Karen? Um, say that again. That is in D-A-T. All right, guys, so um, we're out of here. Make sure you go to the blog. I just posted a new blog called Teflon Blog. Um, it's all about random thoughts and funny shit that I had to say. And uh, make sure that you click the donate button on the right hand side. Yeah. Uh, slide us a little change for all this entertainment we're providing you so that we can continue to uh, keep paying for this podcast to get hosted. And also, for those of you that are artists, we're still looking for good artists for our logo. So if you can draw or paint or anything like that, we, we would love your submissions. Yeah. Um, send them by email or by Twitter to either one of us. And what's the phone number, baby? Oh, yeah, man. And uh, we do have a phone number. And uh, you can call it sometimes. Um, all I got to do is uh, look it up and find it real quick. Uh, yeah, because we like brand new to us, too. We only have memorized shit. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Nah, that's cool. Uh, and uh, th- the phone number is actually 704-557-0186. And we will read Yeah, and, and please do call in, guys. We look forward to hearing your comments. If you're angry or you mad or you don't like what we say, we want to hear from you guys. But sometimes yeah. 140 characters just don't cut it. Especially you hussies and army wives out there. Y'all make sure to call in uh-huh. every week. Uh-huh. Because I need the content. All right, man. We out. I love you guys. Peace. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah. Carrera. Coolest nigga. What? Now hear this, I'm earless And I'm peerless That means I'm eyeless Which means I'm tearless Which means my iris resides where my ears is Which means I'm blinded But I'ma find it I can feel its nearness But I'm a veer so I don't come near Like a chicken or a deer But I remember I'm not a listener or a seer So my windshield smear Here you stare I really shouldn't be behind this Clearly cause my blindness The windshield is menstrual The whole grill is roadkill So trill and so sincere Yeah I'm both them there To both pills when the bloke in the trench coat And the lokes in the cheer Had approached them here Made it clear as a ghost So I bite the other dokes in the mirror The writer of the quotes for the ghost Who supplier of the notes to the living Rivets in his rose Pockets full of posies Given to the mother of the deceased Awaken that wall till I'm resting in peace. You going over niggas' heads, Lou. They telling me that they don't feel you. We ain't graduate from school, nigga. Them big words ain't cool, nigga. Yeah, I heard me and bitches, nigga. Make a song for the bitches, nigga. We don't care about the weather, nigga. You'll sell more records if you. And I'm mouthless, which means I'm soundless. Now as far as the hearing, I found it. It was as far as the distance from an earring to the ground is. But the door knockers on the ear of a stewardess in a leer. She fine and she flying, I feel I'm flying by. Cause my mind's on cloud nine and in the mind at the same time. Pimp see the wings on an underground king. Who's all-